0: You might know Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye, but did you know he also has a podcast called Getting Curious? It's available right here on Earwolf on Getting Curious. Jonathan explores anything and everything under the sun from saving bees to learning how to do triple axles. That sounds fascinating to me. This bee thing has been on my mind for years. i got to hear this bee episode because we got to save these bees. What's going on with these bees? After you're done binge-watching season two of Queer Eye, you can get to know a different side of Jonathan's co-stars with special episodes that feature Anthony, Kramo, Tan. Subscribe to Getting Curious Now wherever you listen. Hello to all my couch-surfing citizens of the world. It's Beautiful Anonymous. One hour, one phone call, no names, no holds barred. Rather go one on one. I think it'll be
1: more fun and I'll get to know you and you'll get to know me.
0: Hello everybody. Hi. It's Chris Gathard. Welcome. It's a Beautiful Anonymous. Podcast that I uh, gotta say, pretty lucky to be a part of. A podcast is all about empathy and listening, a podcast that in a, a world that I think we can all agree is becoming more divided. More angry is more. This podcast is trying to respond to that by saying, "No, maybe we just need to listen and try to understand, make some desperate effort, to understand each other." once in a blue moon, what people are worried about, 2018, and what people are thinking about, what people are feeling in 2018. I'm lucky to be a part of this one. Hey, I was in St. Louis this past weekend doing shows at the Helium Comedy Club. And uh, after the shows, I would do these signing lines. And I got to meet a lot of fans of the podcast. And you guys are so sweet and so nice. And I always know a beautiful and honest fan because they ask to hug me. And sometimes they still call me giraffe, uh, which is weird to have someone say that to my face. It's weird. But it was so nice to meet all you guys. It was so nice. And thank you for coming out in St. Louis. And uh, especially Liz. There was a lady named Liz who I was a little uh, – I got to say I was so overwhelmed and flattered – uh, but concerned she I was signing someone's thing that they bought, and then I turned to meet Liz, and Liz burst out in tears, just burst out in tears, and uh we hugged and I said, What's the matter and she said, "Your work means a lot, and then she physically ran away so Liz, thank you I didn't get a chance to really say thank you as much as I want it, and uh, I hope you're doing well and uh my friend Carmen it came out on the road as an opener for me, and he was like you're what's What's going on with your fans? I'm like, me and the people, the, the people who listen to this podcast, we're all in it together. We got a connection. I'm proud of it. Is it intense sometimes? Yeah. And that's uh, the best thing. It's the best thing. I'll be in Tempe, Arizona this week, by the way. If you're out in Arizona, you're out in the Southwest, come on out. Come on out. I'm at the Tempe Improv. You can get tickets at chrisgeth.com. I want to meet even more of you guys. Would love to talk. You don't need to, bur- you don't need to cry. You can if you want. You don't have to. It's okay if you do. I'm not going to judge it. Tempe Improv. ChrisGeth.com. Those are where the tickets are. Last week's episode uh, titled it, Uh, She Killed My Father. It was a sentiment expressed by the caller. The caller was someone whose father transitioned uh, partway through life. The caller was telling us what that was about. Uh, I will say... um, As mentioned in the episode, there was in the, in the, in the comments in the beautiful anonymous, the community on Facebook, which you should join, by the way. You should join. It's a cool thing. It's almost 30,000 people who, uh, discuss the episodes in there. It's a very cool thing. And I'm very uh, happy about it. We'll say I I was, I was chuckling because, uh, as mentioned, you know, the co-sleeping, the co-sleeping stuff caused far more controversy, uh, than any, anything surrounding the, the trans, uh, related issues in the call. I will say that that's uh, it was it it, it it does fill me with some some sense of happiness that uh, that that was treated as a bigger deal in 2018. I do like that. People, a lot of people, debating the merits of co sleeping with your child. I do want to address there were uh, three or four listeners who are trans who said they had a hard time listening to the episode, and I do want to just say to them that uh, I never meant to offend and. Uh, all my love and all my support. And what I'm trying to do is learn. What I'm trying to do is learn. Well, you know, I think what what uh, what what many people maybe saw and had an issue with was uh, this idea that the the caller said that their father, had been living a lie, or had, or had been lying, and people, I think, uh, very, you know, in a, in a way that I found very illuminating and eye opening, and that I was happy to learn from, said, you know, uh, it's dangerous to say that a trans person is lying or living a lie, because what they are doing is sorting out their feelings in a in a world that can be very transphobic and where there's a lot of judgment, and a lot of uh, violence and and hate uh, towards them. So it's a very very touchy thing to imply that this is it, this involves lying uh it's much more complex and layered than that and i i want to say i totally understand and appreciate that and and uh you know and I, I think a lot of the people expressing the the these sentiments too are also saying i'm fully aware that this is a person's child who is who is uh sorting this out and uh talking about their perspective this was the child's perspective of their parents experience and that is a valid feeling you're allowed to feel your feelings the uh the, the caller themselves did reach out to me personally and said, if you could put this in the comments as an update and said, you know, that was language that my father actually used about her experience, um, was that they regarded themselves. She regarded herself as having lived a lie and I was, uh, expressing that. So it was a very, very, uh, intense and, uh, Eye-opening discussion, but also one that I thought was very mature, and that I, I will say I appreciate the moments where you allow me to learn in that, in that, in those comments, in that Facebook group, where you allow me to further understand other people's experience. Because as a uh, as a guy who's just rolling with the punches and kind of a dummy, I like to learn. So thank you, thank you for letting me know the parts where that treaded on some danger. One person also said, you know, the fact that this happened during Pride Month and right around Father's Day was a little intense and maybe a little bit much, which I I can tell you on our end, no one here on our team uh, was aiming to exploit those things or or push any buttons with that timing. It was just, uh, you know, when things were taped. And apologies to anybody who was stressed out by that episode. This week's episode... I would say not stressful at all. I would say one of the more fun ones we've ever had. So we put a, I tell you, we put out a prompt where I said, is there any, Jared was showing me, Hey, we can get phone numbers from all these different countries pretty easily. And he was showing me the list of countries we can just get phone numbers from. And one of them was Estonia. And I tell you, one of my best friends growing up, his family is from Estonia. I was like, I wonder if we have anybody listening in Estonia. We didn't have anybody call from Estonia, but we had someone call from nearby. This young lady was running around. In Copenhagen, city I don't know much about, but where she kind of painted it as a, uh, a youthful bastion of experimentation and rebellion within Europe. She was in the middle of that, taking to the streets, running around Copenhagen, taking us through different neighborhoods in this con- in this city that I've heard its name so many times I didn't know much about. And you'll hear that this call, this call, I'm telling you, um, There's times where, you know, there's a lot of noise, it's outside, there's there's the phone getting passed around, there's distractions, but it's, I think, really beautiful as far as it being just, like, representative audio of, like, that's what the streets of of Denmark sound like. It's weird. She's heading towards a neighborhood that's kind of lawless, but kind of beautiful, and um, I will tell you, keep listening to the end, because this caller, you'll hear me. You'll hear me, Chris Gether. Everybody knows I like to kind of dig a little deeper, and I'm trying throughout, and maybe some of you guys are going to get, I think, probably say, like, ah... Caller's not willing to go there, but then by the end, it starts to get there. It gets pretty fascinating. I enjoyed this call. It's a fun one and a weird one, but also, I think, a a pretty beautiful one in its own way. Hope you enjoy it.
1: Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show
0: with the host. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi.
2: Oh, wow. I never expected to get through. So I'm not actually from Estonia. I'm from Denmark,
0: though. Oh, wow. Oh, Now, let me explain that for anyone listening. So here's what happened. Is okay. I'm in the booth, and Jared showed me. Look at what we can do here. We can get numbers from all these different countries. And I said, let's just go with this. A... Do you
2: mind if I just explain to my friend that I'm on an American show right now? Do you mind if I just tell him that?
0: Yeah, you do it. You got I'm it. I'm with a friend. We set up an Estonian okay. phone number. Now we got someone from Denmark calling in. Yeah, you, now you explain to yeah, your Yeah, I know. People. It's a
2: good way. Okay, so I'm on a podcast in America, which is an hour long with Chris Gethard. Do you know him? All right. He doesn't know you, do you but do you want to say hello? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're gonna text to my friend who's from the UK.
0: <laughs> Great.
2: So we have a of a multicultural, like, uh, language uh, podcast already within like the first few minutes. I'm but loving
0: it. I'm loving this. My <laughs> mind is blown. Okay. Uh, okay. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Don't feel bad. Most people in America have never heard of me either. Okay. So what's your deal?
2: Just it. I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> wait wait say that again.
0: <laughs> I said, What's your deal? What's my deal? Yeah, your deal.
1: <laughs> what does that mean?
0: <laughs> oh, that's an American phrase that I guess means kinda like let me know about yourself <laughs> oh, in a couple so sentences.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I actually I actually lived in the US for a while. Oh, so you probably I lived in Montana. So that's why I put but that's also why I didn't hear about you because no one in Montana knows about anything. <laughs> so I guess it kind of makes sense.
0: Oh, I'm in New York City. I'm in New York City myself. Okay,
1: yeah. Yeah, that, make, that makes sense. Of course.
0: How'd you wind up in Montana?
1: I studied. I, did a, I was on like an exchange program and like Montana was just like the random place that like I just got given. <laughs> so like, yeah, that was kind of random. But no one knew about like anything that happened outside of Montana there. It was really weird. You probably know as well, maybe.
0: Well, I've never been. I've, I've have, I have some relatives who live there, but I've actually never been out that way. I hear it's beautiful. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's yeah, you that's know, crazy. Yeah, it is. It's amazing, but it's just like very isolated. Yeah. But like, so, what about you? What's your deal? Tell me about your deal. Nobody ever <laughs> asked <laughs>
0: Thank you. What's my deal? Let's see. I'm just a guy trying to make some stuff, put it out in the world, see if I can entertain some yeah. people. Make some people happy yeah, that's cool. a- and pay my mortgage at the same yeah. time.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Now wait, why is your friend so mad at yeah. you?
1: wait, why what?
0: Your friend sounds it sounds like your friend's yelling at you in the background.
1: Yeah, because she wants to phone back. <laughs> that's why i am probably give that, because she's the one that called you so she wants to speak to you.
0: Yeah, you're listening to a podcast. Over a hundred thousand people are gonna hear this conversation. Like right now? Not current, we'll release it in the future, probably in a couple weeks.
1: So like why, do you wanna hear something crazy? Yes. Is that the point?
0: Yeah, or something boring, I don't really care. It's, I just kinda yeah. talk to whoever and then they don't tell me their name and then people really like it. It's been a cool gig. Yeah? Yeah.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Okay. It's so like, what's the craziest thing that you've had?
0: Wow, great question. Let's see, Jared. What's the it craziest is. stuff we've? heard? I mean, we talked to we. Some of them are really sad. Some of them are really weird. We heard from somebody who was uh, yeah. had escaped from a religious cult. We heard from somebody who was yeah. calling from a hospital, waiting yeah. for a a relative's uh, diagnosis to come through. But then also uh, we just one, okay. one time we talked to a guy who goes camping a lot and told me all about how he has to bury his poop in the woods. So we did that one too.
1: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: One time I talked to an Australian girl who was living out in the bush picking fruit, and I was friends with this guy, and it all sounded charming, but I expressed some concern, and then people were like, oh, Gethard, you're too cynical and American. And then she reached out and was like, oh, so it turned out that that guy was pretty crazy. So I was right.
1: Okay. Hey, it sounds crazy, but I'm actually going to give the phone back because... Like she really wants to meet you. (laughs)
0: Yeah, sounds good. So nice meeting you.
1: Yeah. Yes, you do.
2: Hi Chris.
0: (laughs) I don't think he I don't think he's gonna subscribe. He didn't sound so impressed.
2: I'm gonna make him subscribe, don't worry. Like I'll show him every basically beautiful episode and he will subscribe.
0: Well, that's nice. So we tweeted he out. doesn't know
2: what it is. We tweeted
0: out an Estonian phone number. You called us from Denmark.
2: I saw it, I saw it uh, through the Instagram and I was just like, this is a number that's not an American number. I'm just going to call.
0: Okay. And you're in Denmark right now.
2: I am in Denmark, yes.
0: And you're hanging out with a British boy. How do you know the British boy?
2: Do you know couch surfing?
0: Couch surfing, yes. It's a website, I believe, where you can sign up to have people crash on your couch.
2: Exactly. So through the Couch serving website, you can also uh, hang out. And through the hangout with another friend who's from Denmark, who's originally from the Philippines, I met my friend. And now we're (laughs) friends, basically.
0: Now, are you guys out partying?
2: We have had two bottles of wine.
0: And where are you right now? Because it sounds like you're in a festive environment.
2: We are near the water. Um, we are going to Christiana to smoke some weed, but that might wait for a bit. You can smoke, <laughs> no one's ever
0: smoked weed on the air. Is weed legal in Denmark?
2: No, but there's a free town in Copenhagen called Christiania where you can sort of legally smoke weed, but not really. Where is it's allowed.
0: I've heard this. I've heard that some of the (laughs) European, some of the very cosmopolitan areas in Europe, some of the cities have like sort of lawless zones. I believe Berlin has one too.
2: Exactly. So we have this leftover like 70 town in Copenhagen where you can uh, freely smoke weed without anyone bothering you. Sometimes the police comes by to raid it, but not very often. So you're pretty much free to smoke weed in the area.
0: Well, look, I'm happy to be a fly on the wall in your evening. I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm not telling you to smoke weed, but also I'm not. A, I'm not going to stop you if you'd like to. So, what do I need to know about life in Denmark in 2018?
2: Well, I would say it's going to be a lot better than uh, life in the US in 2018. So, no Trump. No, uh-huh. so, like we have a lot of factors, but no, we have free healthcare and free like schools. So that's what you need to know, basically. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who's that? No. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Is that the British guy?
2: Yeah, he's for the news in the U.S. or something. I don't know.
0: Everybody likes taking a pot I shot at it. the U.S. right now, <laughs> so you guys are all very worried about us with our president right now.
2: We are a little bit worried about you, just yeah. just a tiny bit, just because of the at least because of like the whole or what it, the whole. Uh, bakery stuff at the moment as well. <laughs> at this oh, going on right, this
0: week. right with the Supreme Court decision that uh, that ba- yeah, bakers exactly. don't have to bake like, gay, bake cakes for gay people, which is, I will say, just about. That's one that I it's, you see it, and I'm like, I don't even want to click on the link because this is so dumb. This is so dumb. <laughs> It's cake. Bake the cake. Sell the cake.
2: Exactly. Like it's money cake. in your business. Just bake the cake.
0: <laughs> That's no. okay. Put the
2: panic and religious beliefs.
0: Now, yeah. Outs- no, outside of <laughs> outside of the political, when it comes to you, who you are, just the person yes. getting a buzz on down by the waterside in Denmark. What do I need to know about you as a yes. human on this globe? on this spinning sphere that we're both standing on right now? What do I need to know?
1: Oh,
2: I don't know. I think should describe me better than me because I'm like an extrovert when it comes to, like, describing myself.
0: (laughs) But wait, didn't you just meet through Couchsurfing, a website where you meet strangers for fleeting moments?
2: Exactly, but, like, we met a few months ago. Oh, okay.
0: Well, yeah, put him on the phone.
2: That helped a lot. You describe me, please. To, to so describe
0: Chris. You, like, you yes. To please. That would be a okay. lot better because I cannot describe myself. Like- Hi. Hi. Yeah. yeah. Fill me in.
1: Okay. You want me to describe? Sure. Okay. Okay. She's a very like interesting <laughs> personality. No one can really like work out where she's from I think people have this image of like Danes as kind of being reserved, and everyone's like, Oh wait, no you're Danish, like, you're not like this. So, like, she goes against that. And she's very open, but also sometimes in a kind of, it can sometimes be in an introvert type way, even though she's, like, very extrovert at the same time, which is why it's interesting. Because, like, she can meet all these new people, but still kind of keep this, like, introverted self, but then be very open at the same time.
0: Okay, put her back on the phone. You i got like, pull her up. I gotta dis- I gotta digest all that with her. Thank you so much for your input.
1: Yeah. Oh, you want to speak to her again?
0: Yes, please. Thank you.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Hi. <laughs> hi. So, first of all, we're gonna bleep your name. Probably friend's name. Yeah, too. that's
2: fine. Also. Yeah. That's it's how fine. it
0: works. That's how it works. Anyway, listen up. So, first of all, I'm just gonna tell you. Your friend just informed me that there's a stereotype about Danes that they are um, reserved. I'm going to tell you no offense. Americans don't know enough about Danes to have that stereotype. I didn't know that Danes had a reputation for being reserved. I just (laughs) learned that. Now, what is it about you that bucks this trend in a way that still allows you to retain your introverted status?
2: Well, I'm still quite an introverted Dane. I just, like, one day decided I was going to meet people, and it happened to be everyone except for Danes so I just meet everyone from like around the globe basically through couch surfing It's a lot easier. Like I have a lot Easier to speak with people who doesn't speak Danish, (laughs) to be honest.
0: Didn't know Danes had their own language. Going to cop to that right now. My ignorance about Denmark and all things Dane. Okay. Did not know Danish was a a language. We have
2: our own language. We speak Danish.
0: Danish. I think I knew that. Maybe I did know that on some level. I've never heard Danish in action, though. Can you say something to me in Danish so I can get a taste of what the, the mother tongue sounds like?
2: Can you tell me something to say? Because that would make it easier.
0: Okay, maybe just tell like me, uh, uh, Chris Gethard, where I come from in Danem- Denmark, you are not a uh, mid-to-low-level comedian. You are a golden god amongst all.
2: <laughs> Chris Gethard, I come from in Denmark, are you not a comedian? You are a film god among the biggest Denmark. <laughs> Is that
0: good enough? All right. Yeah. Now I know what Danish sounds like. That's I kind of half
2: butchered that, even though, like, I can't, I'm really bad at splitting between languages. So it's like, it's hard, I kind of half is my own language, to be honest. Oh,
0: that's okay. <laughs> I had no idea. I don't know that the. I, yeah,
2: you, like, you don't know. Like, someone will. will correct me, someone will like, hear this and correct it. The other it. Yeah. two. It's true. The other two Danes will correct me.
0: <laughs> so you say that you do have the reserved Dane in you, but that at a certain point you decided yeah. to go out and start meeting other people and you found that it's easier to connect with people who are not Danes. What was it that triggered this in your life, this moment when you said, I need to get out there, be more of a citizen of the world?
2: I was just kind of dating this guy and it was just like, it wasn't going well. And then one day I was just like, I, I need to go see other people outside my like comfort circle. And I, was, I, I knew the couch community from when I lived in London. And So I decided to go on there and meet people again, because it was just in my like tight-knit circle of Danes, basically, and I wanted to speak with more people.:
1: and
0: So you- I went
2: out and met an Australian guy and go like tumble downhill from there. basically.
0: And are these people you're just hanging out with them as they pass through your area? are these, <laughs> are these When you say you're meeting guys, is it a well, date? Is it a dating my situation: that i
2: have like stuck with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, <laughs> and another friend I've also stuck with but like most of the people are just like people stumbling through Denmark as the area like I just hang out with like randomly just tell them like about Copenhagen and the culture
0: and now wait can I ask you? because I, I hear people in the background where are you right now are you out in public somewhere
2: okay so I'm in Copenhagen like down by the lakes do you you don't know anything about Copenhagen but like there's a place called Nyhavn, which is very picturesque if you go there, like down by that side, you can go down and there's water. Then you to go uh, like swimming, and that's why I'm at. And what time?
0: <laughs> and what time is it in Copenhagen right now?
2: Uh, I'm not carrying a watch, but it is. Mm. Let me see. Nine thirty-six. Nine thirty-six p.m.
0: So you're right now, you're drunk, smoking weed, frolicking in the water with a whole international cabal of people who you've just met.
2: <laughs> we haven't smoked weed yet. We were gonna smoke weed until I like, got on the phone with you because I never expected it to happen. So I'm just, like, I'm just gonna call just to see what happens. And then, yeah.
0: <laughs> and now here we are, 15 minutes into this bad boy. I'm gonna tell you, I tell you, yeah. I, just the sound of all that partying in the background, you describing your life, I'm very jealous. Very jealous of your life. I have this image well, Copenhagen of like
2: this. is a great city. You should definitely come here. Like next time you go to like Europe and Ireland, come to Copenhagen as well because it's only like an hour and a half away. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And just experience it. Like you don't have to go like smoke weed in Copenhagen even though you have to visit the free town of Christiania and they're going to smoke weed all around you. I know you're sober now. I- like, just visit the site and just see what it is. All about.
0: <laughs> so come to Kobe, So everybody just parties. Is it just full of beautiful young people partying all night long?
2: Yes, basically.
0: That sounds like the life. It's a very
2: like open a free town to do whatever you fuck you want. Basically, sorry, Sally.
0: Do people come there from all over Europe just to party? Yes. Where does it you
2: drink in the streets?
0: You Drink in the streets
2: as well. Yeah, yeah. we just had the, the street festival called Distortion, which was from Wednesday to. Saturday, I think, where it's just like different parts of Copenhagen to shut off so you can like party and drink in the streets and like listen to like all sorts of music.
0: But do people in Denmark have was, jobs and stuff? You can't just spend all day smoking weed in the streets and then jumping in lakes, screaming and yelling. Do people have jobs and lives and stuff? Or is it just this weird fantasy land that nobody's ever yeah, told me pretty about? We're
1: good at managing
2: like, our drinking and then working at the same time. <laughs> friend is saying like we're really good at like managing our drinking and working.
0: You're making it sound like such a fantasy land where anything goes.
2: It is a fantasy land. Like if we come from America, this is an absolute fantasy land. Like the healthcare and the drinking, you can't really like, amount to anything <laughs> elsewhere. I know it sounds like really like into the drinking, but like that's just the Dane way of doing things.
0: <laughs> now, and and Denmark is Northern European, yes. And what are, the, what are the surrounding countries here that I'm thinking?
1: Uh, we are,
2: like, bordering to Germany. If you go up, you go to Sweden. If you go a little to the side, you go to Norway.
0: What are all these frolicking, screaming young people? Why do I live in America? You're making, just the background noise alone of this call makes me feel like I live in the wrong part of the world. It's making me feel like there's youth and and adventure. If I could
2: send you like a video, of like Denmark, you would be jealous of it right now. It's just like, people like went down to the water drinking beer and having fun.
0: You ever come to, you ever been to New York City?
2: I have. Did you like it? I've not been to New Jersey though.
0: Well, let's not even get into it. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. You did not like it. You found it overrated, to be honest. You found it overrated. (laughs) What was. Because I'll tell you, I'm calling you. You're you're doing drugs. You're drinking in the streets, hanging out with this international <laughs> clique. People are screaming, I took a train to the taping today, this is true, where a man started uh, breakdancing on the subway and no one watched him. So he turned off the music, got real angry, yelled at all of us, then looked at me and told me that I could suck his dick. That's what my city has given me today. And now I'm listening to you as people yeah, exactly. just leap into water. And f- Do people just get naked in the streets there? What's going on?
2: it could happen people could get naked in the street not too often like you can legally base naked though if you want it at, like the beach and whatever that is not a problem Man. but you can't really get naked in the street
0: but what what was your day like before all the partying started let's go ahead and pause there think about all that sweet partying being young is fun I still find it inside every once in a while I still do but you know what, when I'm not being young and partying not tapping is that one thing I have is a life and that life sometimes needs products and services to function and continue you're going to hear some ads from people who offer just those exact things there's also promo codes when you use them, helps Beautiful Anonymous when you do let's check them out, we'll be back with more phone call after this Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Everybody knows that uh, mental health is something I've been very vocal about, very public about, did a special about it. I've talked openly about my own struggles with it. It's in the news lately, and I really just want to uh, say if you're out there you're suffering, you don't have to do it in silence. You can take actions that fix your life. One of those things might just be Talkspace. Talkspace is easy to fit into your life. It's as easy as sending your therapist a message. You can get something off your chest whenever you need to. You can talk about everyday challenges at work, at home, all these things that build up. You just need to chat about life. Do that too. You don't have to commute to do it. You don't have to ever even leave your office. Nobody's going to judge you. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. You can improve your mental health. Remember, therapy is not just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It doesn't have to be very melodramatic. It's about practical... Everyday strategies to manage stress, to live a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who's trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. I see a shrink I have for many years. It was tough to get into it, but man, did it save my life. And uh, it's a good thing worth checking out. You want to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy? Go to Talkspace.com slash beautiful. Use the code beautiful. You get $45 off your first month. Show your support for this show and the process that's beautiful at Talkspace.com slash beautiful. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. Now let's get back to the phone call. But what what was your day like before all the partying started?
2: A lot of work. So, I've never not stopped partying, to be honest. Just switch out my party crew.
0: <laughs> I ne- You've never stopped partying. You just switch out your party okay, okay. crew. So when
2: you're living in Denmark, basically, like the legal drinking age is 18. But you can buy a booze when you're 16. So that means you'd start drinking at 13, basically.
0: And no one ever slows down. It's just life is a party, seven days a week, every week. 365. You- Everybody's just partying and happy. You work
2: from Monday to like Thursday and then you like go on a Thursday, Thursday and then you drink like through the weekend and then you have a horrible Monday and then you start over again.
0: Wait, is Denmark the country where you have a day set aside (laughs) to eat candy with your family or is that a different Northern European nation?
2: It had like Friday candy, but that's not really a thing in every family.
0: I've heard about this Friday candy that you have a that it's yes it's like you eat candy but like on you friday you don't
2: eat any candy is like through the week and then you like get like a weekend of friday candy it's like saturday or friday and then it's like the day you get candy like disney shows and whatever when you're young
0: no wait i refuse to believe that denmark is a country where everybody just parties all weekend and eats candy there have to be consequences are there high rates of alcoholism in denmark
2: not too badly. If Why the fuck Greenland, don't we all
0: move to Denmark? Jared, what are we doing sitting <laughs> in this booth? Book the flights. There has to be some dark side to Denmark. Taxes. A shit ton of taxes. That's taxes. A I thought you were saying Texas. Yes. I was like, no, that's our thing. We have taxes. Taxes. High taxes. You Hi,
2: no, no, have taxes, but we have taxes.
0: Yes. You say those like, words very similar. You
2: have to pay the taxes.
0: You do. And yes. there. And the, the
2: least amount of tax you can pay
0: is 36%. 36% of your income goes to the government. Okay.
2: So That's the least amount.
0: It is. Do you feel like you get bang for your buck, though? Are you happy with the services they provide?
2: Okay, you get free schooling, free university, free health care. How much more can I ask for? I don't go bang if I break my leg.
0: People, Americans listening to this are going to get furious with you because now you're getting cocky about it. Now you can't cock you back. I know. All your, and your I'm Danish gonna
2: get even worse if you like let me.
0: Really? So you're big you're like you you, oh, yes. you really are you really are. I a, went to
2: the hospital for two days and I didn't pay a buck.
0: What happened? Why were you in the hospital? I was for angry two about days? being
2: in the hospital and I left it. Like a gallbladder thing. Just, and I left without like paying a zero like crown.
0: Did they take your gallbladder out?
2: No, they just like need to like look at it.
0: And it's free. That's just free. You just walk in. That's free. It was free. Doctor just gives you a high five on your way out the door.
2: Exactly. It's like, you're all good. High five. Have fun, like living your life.
0: Now, when do people grow up and stop partying all night? What age do people settle down Uh, in Denmark?
2: Like 27, 30-ish.
0: That's very vague. Like when
2: do people settle down in America? We're not that far off, except
0: I would say uh it depends. A lot more it depends. I mean, if you're I would say if you're if you're living in a city and you're aiming to live a city life, you probably extend the partying until your mid thirties, right? Is that is that on target, I would say? And if you're if you're not someone who's yeah. buying into that, you probably are settling down a little earlier than that. Starting your family and stuff. Probably around thirty, I would say. Maybe a little earlier yeah. in certain that parts of the good, country. Like, later, in of it like
2: that is a good middle point of like stop partying and kind of considering going through the family
0: life. Yeah, I'm 38 and I'm still I'm still on the feds. I still do shows all the time. but I get real <laughs> tired now. I get real tired. God, I do stand up and I used to oh, stay out do. and hang out and now me I get too. tired. You don't sound like you get tired. You're I'm not by even
2: the lake. in my 30s and I get really tired at all. Well. <laughs> don't judge.
0: You don't get tired. Who are you kidding? Can I ask how old you I'm, are?
2: I'm turning 23 in a few weeks and oh. I'm still getting really tired. Like You don't know, I'm
0: tired. <laughs> You don't know tired. I was a sophomore in high school when I you know were born. You've never been tired. <laughs> so you're 23. No, this couch surfing thing, I've heard it can be dangerous. True or false? Is that just my puritanical Americanism getting in the way yet again?
2: Yeah, I've not experienced anything dangerous. I've experienced like a little bit of un- uncomfortable things where i was just like, I'm just going to leave this and I'm like, nah.
0: Like what, creepy never guys? Never anything
2: dangerous. Yeah always keep it creepy guys. I
0: think that that's just kind of the story of humanity, huh? Creepy guys. just
2: animals. like life in general for like girls, I would say just creepy guys. So
0: now you're on
2: You just have to avoid them.
0: <laughs> you're on couch surfing to meet guys who um pass through Denmark. Do you also travel to other places and use couch surfing to find places to crash and people to hang out with?
2: I haven't done that yet but I am considering doing it.
0: Now, let me ask you something, and this might just be ignorant, so correct me if I'm wrong. Sense I get is that in Europe, people from different countries have firm beliefs in what you're gonna get from other people. As someone who utilizes couch surfing, if you're linking up with a British person, do you expect a different experience than a Spanish person, Italian person? Do you feel like you maybe know a little bit of, of, you know because you use this site to link up with people, do people fit the archetypes? Break the archetypes?
2: Like a lot of the time, it, it, they fit the archetype. Like Spanish people are like way more like touchy feely than British people. For example, like I went to, uh, Mallorca and they were, like oh like they wanted to kiss and cheek and touch and it's like that's why my awkward day came out. I was like oh I'm not used to it. Please stop me. Well, I'm a lot more like at ease with British people because they don't touch you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: British people don't touch. I know we have a strong <laughs> it, contingent that, that's
2: of- the way they are, like similar today is they don't really touch as much where like Spanish people will love to touch you and kiss you on the cheek. where I'm just like, oh no, please don't.
0: <laughs> now what do you think? I'm just gonna start asking you to stereotype all of Europe for me. Is that okay or is that a really bad idea?
2: You can try. I cannot speak to every stereotype there. Now I, I, <laughs> I am, might be a stupid judge if I answer them. <laughs> I
0: recently att- obtained Irish citizenship. What do you think about my Irish people?
2: I don't know anything about them except they love to drink whiskey, and that's only based on the two Irish people I've met.
0: <laughs> so Based on the two people you've met, they do fit. Yes, the they do most fit pronounced the whole stereotype. thing. Now, I, when I was when I was younger, I went to Italy. I went uh, yes. when I was in high school with high school people, and I noticed that Italian men were very bold with women. Have you found that to be true in your experience? So much.
2: Like, I've been to Italy on vacation so many times, and it's like everything from like a 12-year-old a to like a 75-year-old whistle at you, like going down the street, basically.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, Luxembourg, what's They're the deal? Very,
1: like, out there.
0: <laughs> Luxembourg, what's the deal? Never actually met a human from Luxembourg. I did a report on Luxembourg when I was in junior high school because I thought that was a funny country to pick. I remember very little about it. You ever meet anybody it's from Luxembourg? I don't
2: know anything about Luxembourg, to be honest. They're just kind of a country in the middle that no one knows anything about.
0: <laughs> Even the countries near them don't know much about them.
2: Yeah, they're just kind of there.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: My sister's boyfriend kind of grew up in Luxembourg, and he doesn't even know anything about
0: it. He, so you know one person from Luxembourg, and even he can't tell you much about it?
2: And he grew up there, yes. He grew up there
0: and has very little to say about it.
2: Like a, He went there to kindergarten or something, but he doesn't okay. know anything about it. It's just like a weird country in the middle of other countries that's...
0: I want to go there. <laughs> yeah. I've been told Nothing there's a comedy there. circuit that passed. I've been ter- told it's, a, what is it, Bella Lux? It's Bel- Belgium, Luxembourg, and another country that you can kind of go do comedy shows and bounce around. And there's like a whole hot. thing. Who I knows? went
2: to Belgium a few weeks ago. You and did. You went, to,
0: you went to Belgium. Now, I've heard, what I hear about Belgium is that it depends on what area of the country you're in, how much it feels French or German. True or false? Uh,
2: it's more French and Dutch, but yes.
0: More French and Dutch, I'm sorry. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows yes. I am ignorant. I am ignorant. <laughs> it's okay.
2: It's but okay. Yeah, it's it like my, quite divided between the cities. Like how much, uh, like, like I would speak of, like I, I talked to a girl who was like, oh yeah, I live in Belgium and I can't speak French. No
0: hmm. Mm hmm. No,
2: yeah, I can't remember which book does Doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> now, Monday I, through even, Thursday.
2: Even in my own country, i don't speak other language.
0: Now, Monday through Thursday, when you're not busy being yeah. a 23 year old living a Danish fantasy party life, what do you do? Because we're yes. talking on a Friday night. You've unleashed this monster that lives inside you that I just parties. I work as
2: a store manager. Uh-huh. I work in a shoe store.
0: A shoe store manager. Now, there's an actual grounded yes. human thing that we can all relate to and grab onto. <laughs> not talking about just uh, taking taking Molly in the streets as part of the 24-hour music festival that is Copenhagen.
2: It was only a five-day festival, and it closes down by 10 in the evening, and you have to go find someone else to drink there.
0: That's fair. How do you, so you manage a shoe store? People come in, they buy shoes? Yes. That's nice. You like it? Yes.
2: It's not the best, but it gets me by.
0: How'd you wind up doing that?
2: Basically, I moved back from London. Uh, moved back from my parents. Desperately needed the job to move away from my parents. They offered it. I got uh, hired. I kept getting a raise, and now I'm a store manager.
0: You say it's not the best. What are you looking to do beyond this?
2: Uh, I might do something marketing related instead one it's, day.
0: Is that what you studied in school?
2: Not really, but it's what interests me. I like branding and marketing.
0: Branding and marketing—you want to put yourself out there. You want to be yeah. an influencer.
2: Maybe. What are you
0: eating? Gun.
2: What? what was I was just looking at my friend. <laughs> I was just like wondering what I was doing. It's just been like very nicely listening to our conversation.
0: Well, now that I can't help but notice that now that I've gotten a scant few details about you, about what your life is like as a real human being, you're getting more distracted. Yes. You don't want to talk about the reality. I'm sorry. You want to talk about the drinking and the partying.
2: It's way more fun, though. <laughs> like the dream life of Copenhagen is the drinking and the partying.
0: It is. And did you grow up in Copenhagen, or is that where a lot of young people flock to for a handful of years?
2: No, no, no. I I grew up about an hour, hour and a half from Copenhagen to, like, the countryside. But I moved as quickly as I could, like, back to Copenhagen to live in uh, the central.
0: And is this a common thing that people, as they get to university age... Basically,
2: every young person will at one point have lived in one of the bigger cities in Copenhagen or in Jutland.
0: So you go to, living in Denmark, so here's the picture that's being painted in my mind. There's a lot of quiet areas, families, countryside, small town living. You escape that shit, you go to a city, you go hard, you make mistakes, you meet people who are passing through from all different pockets of the world, (laughs) you burn yourself out and then you decide what real life's gonna be. Pretty much. You're bored, you're getting bored You wish you hadn't called this show You're officially bored
2: <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm so amazed that I got friends. to be honest like, As soon as we brought I up your real job like maybe three times or something like that And it's just always been like, oh yeah, this number doesn't exist or something And then I go through like on a random night When I'm out with my friend who's kind of getting bored <laughs> and just, listening to my
0: conversation Well, your friend's getting bored, okay Just bring me along on your adventure then Go about your day, go about your night, stop worrying about me and let's just I don't go,
1: even know. <laughs> just go do what
0: you were gonna do and I'll be along for the ride. We got twenty five minutes left. It'll be uh it'll be like a slice of life audio where we'll just all party for twenty five <laughs> minutes in Copenhagen together. I won't even ask you questions. Just leave the phone on. I'll just listen yes. while you guys party. <laughs> just check you in with me once in to while. To yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good. We're gonna go to Christiana and
2: put some weight in. it's gonna be a little bit of a walk and you can come along on a walk
0: going to Christiana then. Yeah, we'll go. You just start walking. Talk with your friend. Everybody <laughs> will listen in. I won't even ask that much. Check in with me every once in a while. We'll just listen to you partying in Copenhagen, smoking weed.
2: It's going to take a little bit. So you can ask questions while we walk there. So it's going to be, yeah, a little bit of walk from where we are to our smoking weed place, basically.
0: Now, when you're heading to, not... when you're heading to a lawless place like Christiana, how do they keep it safe?
2: Well, they have their own laws, basically. So, like, we just allow on our hard drugs. So they have a street called Pusher Street. Yes, it's called Pusher Street. you <laughs> can buy a hash and uh, weed, basically. Nothing else. Uh, they shut it down because it was kind of taken over by bike And now there's less people selling it. So that's how they kind of keep track of it.
0: So these biker gangs invaded and tried to start running it, make some money off of it.
2: Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of less uh, places you can buy. They kind of shut down the biker gang places of it.
0: Now, is this the type of place that a tourist would go stay in Christiana, or is this a place that you stay outside of it, you visit it, and then get out?
1: You go visit it. You can't really stay
2: at it because it's kind of a close in area.
0: Are there people who live there?
2: That's about 2,000 people living there.
0: But these are not not the types of people you want to like hang out with 24 hours a day.
2: They are like seventies hippie types. Like no shoes and long hair and like going about their own business basically. All sustainable and
1: vegan.
0: All sustainable, vegan, ex-hippies. Living in a place where weed yes. is decriminalized. All right, and that's where you're heading for the night.
2: That is where we're going to smoke some weed, yes.
0: <laughs> and is this weed? You're going to go buy the we weed have a there. Beer
2: too.
0: You're going to have a beer. You're going to buy the weed there. You don't carry yeah. it around, I would imagine. If you have a place where you can go do it, you No, go,
2: we're just going to buy it there. I have some weed on me, but that's a secret. Shoo. Sure.
0: <laughs> but you said it out loud. But we're so going to buy something there. You're trying to get this British guy to pony up and buy the weed tonight, huh? Uh, you don't have to say, about the, trying to get this British guy to spend a few of his pounds, <laughs> spend a few of his prou- pounds.
2: No, no, like I, he owes me. I bought him a bottle of wine the other day. He can buy some beer today.
0: That sounds good. You, you give him. <laughs> it's sh-
2: all about like giving and sharing.
0: Do you ever give him shit for Brexit? You give that guy shit for Brexit?
2: <laughs> Literally left uh, UK because he didn't want to deal with Brexit.
0: Oh, he has got out of there. came to Copenhagen.
2: I am going to leave before Brexit really hits it. So I can actually leave without having to, like, pay visas and shit. That is his deal right now. <laughs>
0: All right. All right. So for anybody... This
2: is how Brexit affects people. Like, fuck this. I'm just going to leave and try to start a new life in a different country.
0: Wow, people are fleeing. All the young weirdos are getting out while they can, huh? <laughs>
2: A lot of people are not dealing with Brexit as well as this shit. Yeah. The people I know are not agreeing with Brexit. They think there was a stupid idea by I... people don't know what's really going on in the country.
0: So you're currently walking to Christiania, an area of Copenhagen where you yeah, can just. Yeah, I'm sorry,
2: I have super hay fever, sorry.
0: Well, that's okay. So you're just going along with your friend. I'm just filling in anybody who's. Out gotten distracted along the way how far are we away from the legal weed street pusher street
2: um 10 minutes maybe
0: 10 minutes we have 22 minutes it's left. it's not really 20s. that far 22 minutes left so we this are going to hear you smoke weed us. we are going to hear you smoke <laughs> marijuana on the streets of copenhagen before this podcast is over is what you're telling me
2: that is definitely uh possible yes Right. You just need to cross a bridge and then go to the right, and then we're basically there.
0: Get over a bridge, go to the right. Listen to this. Jared, this could be award-winning documentarian audio. We are citizens of the world here to at Beautiful You should come to Nights. Copenhagen
2: just to check it out, just to see how the uh, real is to any other place in like, Believe me. In any other place in Europe.
0: <laughs> believe me. You have just convinced many thousands of people to take a trip to Copenhagen. Everybody listening to this podcast, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Not everybody listening wants to go to Copenhagen, but the ones who want to go really want to go. The ones who don't want to go really don't want to go. Nobody don't want to go. Yeah, I know. There are a lot of people listening right now who never had any opinions on Copenhagen or Denmark, who now have very strong ones, one way or the other. You have done your Just part. done
2: wish sitting a little mermaid because it's really bad. Uh-huh. But definitely go see Christiania. <laughs>
0: Christiania, not Little Mermaid. That's a bunch of tourist bullshit. Now how are you gonna yeah. feel if this somehow blows up, goes viral in America and leads to thousands of Americans visiting Copenhagen? Are you going to feel like you did good? Well,
2: you're gonna believe my name, so this doesn't gonna, it's not gonna matter at all because no one's gonna know it's me. And it's so like small in Europe anyway, so it's just gonna be blowing up in America. <laughs> And no one's gonna know it's me. <laughs>
0: now that makes it sound like you wouldn't want to be responsible for thousands of Americans coming to your what is it? I didn't ask you, I asked you about the Spanish, the Irish I don't
2: know if I want a lot of Americans going to Christiana because well, Americans in general.
0: <laughs> what is it? Talk to me. I didn't ask about my own people. Tell me about the opinion of the Americans. <laughs> Brace yourself like all Americans. I know, I know that as citizens the world has been a little tough with us lately. So I'm going to brace myself for that answer. I'm sure you are as well. I will hear that answer. And so many more things. Including some real life that's behind all this behavior when we get back. Check out these advertisers. In the meantime, use the promo codes if you're so inclined. I want to tell you about a great new show. It's called Gossip. It's out now. On Stitcher, Gossip is the first ever comedic soap opera podcast created by actor and comedian Allison Raskin. Allison is also a New York Times bestselling author and co-creator of the Just Between Us YouTube channel. In Gossip, three unlikely friends, Valerie, me, and Bethany, meet each week at the Golden Cup Coffee Corner to dish about the latest rumors floating around their not-so-traditional suburban town, Golden Acres, infidelity, epic fights, crazy sisters, former bachelorettes, girls go missing, there's murder, there might even be a serial killer priest. If you're a fan of shows like Jane the Virgin, Desperate Housewives, Big Little Lies, you're going to love gossip. Plus, there's special appearances from earwolf favorites like my old pal John Gabris, one of the funniest people on earth. You got Tani Newsome coming by. Get in on the rumors now before you're left out. Listen to episodes one and two of gossip now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your shows. Thanks again to all of our sponsors for helping us bring this show to the world. Now, let's finish off the phone call. What is it? Talk to me. I didn't ask about my own people. Tell me about the opinion of the Americans. As someone who's met people from everywhere. You can give it to me straight. i met
2: people from America, and usually they're fine.
0: Oh, you're holding back.
2: As long as they're not super bigoted and annoying.
0: As long as they're not super what? And then they're annoying? Bigoted, bigoted. Do Americans?
2: Right? Yeah.
0: That makes me sad because I'm. J- we're sitting here, we're joking around, but that is that a thing that when Americans visit? Past but years- that
2: is also opinion mean, from Europe about America. They are gonna be like that. Just is, to be quite frank.
0: And is that one that you have found to be true, like some of the other countries you've talked about? Because I'd like in my heart to think that it's not always the case, but
1: it's
2: not always the case but I have met people from America who has been not
0: well close minded from time to time
2: visiting America mostly
0: yeah where else have you been in America besides it's New York it's usually
2: not the Americans who leave America who is like that it's usually Americans who stay in America who is that like that
0: yeah I've found in my travels I've been all over a lot of places these days they don't like it when they hear your American accent. You know where they really don't like hearing an American accent, in my opinion? Uh, when I went to England, I could feel people going like, oh, hear you guys come. <laughs> I was in England last year. Now, where are you? You're on a busy yeah. street now. You're on Pusher Street right now?
2: Uh, no, no. I'm in Nihon, which is what the, like, picture streets, like where Hans Christian Andersen lived.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Name drop. Do you know Hans
2: Christian Andersen? Yeah,
0: you're <laughs> dropping names right now. I'll pick that name. Right I, know,
2: I know, might as well. I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. on the street where he lived. Like he wrote a lot of his fairy tales here.
0: Oh, that's cool. We need to
2: go a little bit down the street and then
0: over a bridge. <laughs> who would think that a guy who wrote uh, fan- fairy tales and fantasies lives in the area where weed is legal? Huh?
2: No, no, we are not in the legal part
0: yet. I'm just making a joke. In a
2: touristy part.
0: <laughs> just making a joke. Oh, we're in the touristy quite part. near. So you're cutting through the touristy part. Yeah, we are in the
2: super touristy
0: part. Uh-huh. A lot of tourists. So this is not where it's cool. You're heading to where it's cool.
2: We're heading to the cool place, yes. Uh-huh.
0: Now, what are you? Are you making any active plans to move over into marketing, or is that more long-term stuff? And right now, you're just focusing on having fun. It
2: is like, uh, if you could like yell at me and like get like tell me to get my shit together, that would be cool. But like. It's not really one of those
0: podcasts, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it goes there for like kind of, Well, look, you got to get your shit it's together. It's hard for me to say it passionately when you're living what seems to be the most carefree life of anyone I've ever talked to in my close to four decades. Do Earth. you
2: know how really hard it is to like actually get your life together when it's so easy just to like
0: not? <laughs> you just summed it all up, didn't you?
2: Exactly. That is like literally why I'm not doing shit about my life because because it's so easy not to do anything about my life.
0: You're having too much much fun. fun Like caring. You're having so much fun. Why are you gonna get your life together when it's this fun?
2: Exactly. I have like all the times I was like, oh yeah, I really wanted one of those Chris gathered really hard talks. Also like yeah, but I'm also really having a good time. (laughs) it yeah. <laughs>
0: Who wants one of the patented Chris Gethard, like, uh, heart-to-heart conversations about the future and about getting your act together when you're walking across a bridge on your way to smoke weed? Sounds like a buzzkill.
1: Exactly. It's just like,
2: oh, I really want it, but I also really don't want it because it's so much fun not.
0: But here's my question. If you don't take a couple actions now, what happens when you're like 28 or 29?
2: Yeah, that's the whole thing. I'm going to get my act together soon-ish.
0: Soon-ish. Well, I don't know that this... Yeah,
2: I'm like putting... I don't want to like actually make a commitment that I cannot deal with.
0: I do not know that this particular pep talk will go down as one of the more notable ones in the history of this show. (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, maybe not.
0: You gotta have fun while you're young, though. That's enough. I wish I had more fun. I'm like only
2: twenty-three. I can like deal with a few more years and then get back together.
0: And you went to university. You graduated?
2: No, I did not. I dropped out.
0: Okay, that's becoming concerning. Do you feel yeah, like? Well, do you I'm feel doing like... alright
2: without it. To be honest.
0: Here's a question. Do you feel like because university is free that you value it less and are more willing to drop out than, than someone paying for it out of pocket would be?
2: Yes. Like, because I can pick it up basically anytime I want, it's still going to be free. Oh, so, so I can you... just like, if I can wait a few years and still going to be there waiting for me.
0: So is that the general plan now to party for a little while more, have fun while you're young, meet all these people and then go back to university and get that marketing degree?
2: That is actually my plan. I was going to start school this summer, but I still haven't enrolled in anything.
0: <laughs> uh, you party hard. You're not fucking around.
2: <laughs> uh, like, it's really hard to, like because the summer is really good this year. So I'm just like, oh, maybe just one more summer.
0: So wait, you were going to go... We're gonna get back. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to go back to university or college, as I say in my world. We say both. You were going to go back and then you were like straight yeah. up, ah... It's warm. Fuck that. And you just went and ran around and drank wine and smoked weed all summer instead.
2: Oh, well, literally yes. Now Also I am a store manager, so I make a shit ton of money right now.
0: You do. You make good money. I do. Now So
2: I I can wait another year and like party and travel another year just because the summer is good.
0: Now hold on, because okay, I don't want to be a buzz. Should I do it? Should I be a what? Okay, some you, people you are, can be a buzz. Well, some people are listening. Like I, I was going to say gonna buzz kill. You're
2: going to be a, bust. a buzz. A kill.
0: Yeah, no, because I was going to say some people listening to this right now who maybe haven't lived. It, it, is is Denmark a fully socialized country? Would you say it's socialism? Is that is it full on socialism?
2: Uh, it's a, uh. It's um, yeah, it's, it's socialism. Yeah, why not? Why not? We, we're going to call it socialism. Now,
0: there are some people, especially from my native land of America, listening right now going, this is the fantasy of a carefree life that socialism can provide. There's other people going, this I'm going pers- through like... Um- very loud area right now. I'm going to be very sorry. A very loud area. That's okay. Other people are listening and going, well, this is the definition of the type of irresponsible behavior that happens when a government coddles you into your mid-twenties.
2: I know, but it's also really great.
0: That's your whole answer?
2: Yes, and not taking... It's really great. We can like we can wait a few years to take responsible. We don't have to like grow up when we're sixteen and like oh yeah, you have to decide a career right now
1: when you're not ready to.
0: But you'll also freely admit that part of this is you get to just fuck around for as long as you want in the summer.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, like my sister chose a completely different route and she's like on her way to like her business career, whatever. It's just me who chose to do the fuckery. That's cool. Because it's fun. <laughs>
0: you're living the life. Yes. <laughs> what kind of shoes? Is this like a high end shoe store?
2: Uh not really.
0: You're making good you're making good money though, huh?
2: Like a for someone in her twenties early twenties, I'm making a very good amount of money. That's
0: good. Good on you. <laughs> Now where are you? You've gotten someplace very quiet
2: now. I'm walking over a second bridge and I'm always almost there.
0: So many bridges.
2: Well, um there's a lot of canals here. A lot of boats and a lot of water.
0: Sounds beautiful.
2: It's very pretty. You should definitely come. Yeah, I'm but, but I guy we have one like Copenhagen advertisement here.
0: Listen though, you've seen pictures of me on Instagram. I look so old and tired. What am I going to do in Copenhagen? A guy like me shows up. I'm not you're going to enjoy the fucking water. I'm not going to hang out the places you're hanging out, running around all night with expats, smoking weed, and <laughs> traversing canals.
2: I think you would like have just the great time as I have, like doing exactly the same thing, like going to the water, hanging out with the expats, and going to a Christiana. Just to
0: hang out, not smoke weed. Just hang out, as I am. This
2: because people are lovely there.
0: I'm gonna say it in the many, many, many episodes we've now done of this show. I have rarely felt yeah. older than I have talk than I am currently <laughs> feeling. Okay, living the me. life. No, you're. This makes me feel so old. Is Denmark one of those countries where if you start a band, they'll just pay you to be in the band and that's your job?
2: Really? No, but they will pay you to go to
0: school. They will. Some countries so will sponsor you to be in a this, Yes. Like, oh, you're an artist? We'll just pay your living because you're an artist and we respect it. <laughs> That's a thing some places. Not really.
2: But like, if you do buy in school, I'll pay you like, I don't know, 5,000 like 5, pounds or like a thousand dollars a month just live and go to school. That is what the government will pay you.
0: So it's not even that you get the school for free, they pay you while you're going to school?
2: Yes. Wow. You have to pay for your own books. People take very... Yes.
0: Wow. Now how close are we to Christiana right now? Super close. And then how's this work? You just start I
2: could light up a joint right here and people wouldn't really care. So you're that's are, how close we are.
0: Are there people around you smoking marijuana openly on the streets right now?
2: Uh, I can't see the people but no. Okay. But I could smoke here and people wouldn't care. That's how close we are. That's I cool. need to cross a street.
0: That was not a joint,
2: there. No.
0: And is your friend is your friend pissed off that you took this phone call?
2: A little bit, but he went ahead, and uh, I think he's getting
0: some weed. He biked ahead and got some weed instead. He biked ahead. So you're walking... He's fine. You're walking. You have sent a British yes. boy ahead to buy weed, and you are now meeting up to smoke weed in Christiana, a lawless l- zone of Copenhagen, Denmark, run by hippies and yes. biker gangs. Yes.
2: Pretty
0: much some describe it like that, yes. How many... Do you, how often do you wind up in Christiana?
2: Like since I started hanging out with the couch is like at least once a week.
0: At least once a week, weekly basic. Couch surfing, this There
2: thing. is a weekly meet up there that I tend to go to. Oh. And usually like on weekends we t- tend to hang out here because the beer is cheap and we eat. To be honest.
0: <laughs> no, I've, I've picked up on that. I've picked up on that.
2: Yeah, well, you can't really. I was sober, like, I was going to say sober for, like, six months, and then I started hanging out with all the cat surfers, and then it went downhill from there.
0: Yeah, you went all in on it.
2: Yeah, well, you kind of have to.
0: Would you say overall you're a happy person?
2: <laughs> yeah. At the moment, I am.
0: Was that always the case?
2: No. The reason I went to London, because I had a major depression, I have to leave the country, basically, to avoid it.
0: And you went to London to solve a depression. That says a lot.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm not going to stay in this country.
0: A notoriously gray place, London. I love London. I pick on London sometimes. I love it. So, uh, I love London as well. How long were you in London for?
2: I went there for nine months, and I got
0: back there quite often afterwards. You did, and it did the trick. But I
2: stayed for nine months straight.
0: What do you feel? What do you feel like changed about you in the time you were in London? How are you a different? I became person a lot
2: more open person because it's like I had to step outside my comfort zone to so actually talk to strangers. That's nice. Would not have done that before.
0: What was in it? Dogger? What was it? Uh, what was it pre-London that was getting you so down?
2: I don't know. Like the first teenage years, mostly. Yeah. I think I don't know. It was like all of life, in like everything. I hated school. To be honest, I dropped out of two classes. Like. No, not two classes, two years. That makes more sense.
0: So you dropped out?
2: I dropped out of a business class and a general class as well.
0: And is that when you went to London after because you dropped out of university? Because I that much. <laughs> uh, that was before university. That was before university. You went to London before university? Yeah. How old were you when you went to London?
2: I just turned 18 a few months before that.
0: Wow. That's a young. That's a. That is a fast-paced city for an eighteen-year-old kid to survive in.
2: Yeah, fast-paced city for someone who's never been in a (laughs) fast-paced place before. Yeah, I jumped in like with both feet and never looked back.
0: Did your was your family worried?
2: Um. Yes, and that's why they let me go. (laughs) Basically, they paid for my trip there.
0: Oh, they were worried about how depressed you were. They weren't worried about you going to London on your own. They were like, "We, we, we support." No, nah, the they're
2: more like worried about how depressed I was.
0: Oh wow!
2: So they let me go. I'm on my own. it's really hard to smoke weed when you can't find your lighter. I think my friend stole it. But I'm in <laughs> Christiana now.
0: Yeah, I picked up on that. We were really getting to someplace oh, deep. Really? We were just starting to get to someplace I know, really deep. I'm sorry. No, you don't love that. That is funny. It's funny that your friend it's called really,
2: That's why this awkward thing comes in and like try to like speak around it.
0: Well, this all started like, oh, yeah, too.
2: I did this, but like, why not?
0: This started with your friend telling <laughs> us that you're not an average, you don't fit the average stereotype of uh, an introverted dame, but that you can still maintain that. And then there's been a few different times where it started to get personal and you dodge it. In a crafty Danish way.
2: Yeah, well, I just told him about my experience last week after I was drinking. He didn't know about it before that because I had to get drunk to, like, open up about it. And that's why I'm, like, not the average Jane, but still so much the average Jane that I still have to get drunk to, like, talk about my feelings. Yeah.
0: You feeling better now?
2: I'm good. Like, yeah.
0: Okay.
2: I moment I am doing pretty good.
0: That's good. You still fall into yeah. it sometimes.
2: I have my days. Don't be all.
0: We do. I do too. I will say, just okay. I'm going to sound like a real old man right now, and I don't mean to. <laughs> I will say. That's okay. Well, and I'm sure you've thought about this. You know, uh, I'm all for having fun, partying when you're young. You've talked about the magic of Copenhagen. I give that two big thumbs up, and I'm yeah. glad you're enjoying it. But also, do keep in mind that alcohol and weed are both downers right they are they do push i know part of why i don't mess with them i never drink with booze and with weed it's very like every handful of years maybe it's because they don't help the Uh, depression
2: they don't affect me so much as long as i stay away from like the harder drugs i'm pretty good to be honest (laughs) that's
0: good I'm glad you thought about it at the. So very as long least.
2: as I stay away from the cocaine and I'm in, the MD, I'm, I, I'm usually fine. <laughs> yeah. That is like my downers, and then I get depressed. So like I'm fine with alcohol and weed.
0: Well, That's good.
2: It the, the other stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've fallen down those rabbit holes a couple times.
2: Oh, uh, that's a lie. It was London who like started the rabbit holes, so I've got tried to get away from it, and then started a new rabbit hole.
0: Wow. So are you are you smoking weed right now?
2: No, I'm not. I couldn't <laughs> say my latest. I'm still not smoking
0: weed. We have a minute and a half left. And, uh, really? Already? Yeah, this conversation flew by. Just two people on different I parts know. of the world shouting at each other we over like... the din of Copenhagen streets. <laughs>
2: We are only like, what,
0: seven, eight hours apart? It's 4.20 here, I? appropriately enough. It is. I just looked at the clock and it's 4.20, which in America <laughs> is the code for week.
2: Amazing.
0: It actually is 4.20 on no. Friday, June 8th, 2018. So you're what, five or six hours apart? Yeah. I
2: am more than that, it is. Ten twenty.
0: Ten twenty. Six hours ahead. Copenhagen. Yeah. Denmark. Who knew? Yeah. I didn't know anybody in Copenhagen ever listened to this show.
2: Oh, well, you have a girl from Denmark before, I know that. In your like one minute podcast.
0: Thing. Oh, that's right. That's right.
2: So you have at least one other listener who can correct my horrible like stereotypes <laughs> about Denmark. <laughs>
0: uh, you give us a real crash course in it, and I thank you for it. we got 30 <laughs> seconds left. I feel like we've only heard the like tip of the iceberg. If you ice had crack.
2: spoken to me like a, like, an hour, like a year ago, I wouldn't have said the same things. I just fell back and love with Christiania, to be honest. <laughs>
0: yeah. we got tw- It's an
2: amazing place. You're tw- kind of- <laughs>
0: 20 seconds left. Your closing seconds. message to the world.
2: Don't go see the Little Mermaid. Definitely go to Copenhagen. That is going to be my closing message. (laughs) Have a good night, Chris.
0: You too. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Caller, Thanks for calling. Uh, You have convinced me. I want to like many people listening. I should see Copenhagen. Well, I got to see it once now before I go out there. Check that out. Who knows, maybe you'll be one of the 23-year-olds living the dreamer's life who sprints across a bridge right in front of me. Stay away from one thing to the other. Stay safe, just please stay safe. Oh God, I'm so old. Telling a 23-year-old caller to stay safe. I used to be young and fun. Thank you to Jared O'Connell in the booth today. Thank you to Harry Nelson, who's not here today, but he brings so much to the show. Thank you to the Reverend John DeLure. Greta Corner, helped us build this thing. Thank you, Shell Shag, for the music. You guys are the best and my favorites, and we haven't caught up in a long time. i got to reach out to Shell Shag, see how they're doing. you want to know about me, my road dates, I tell you, I'm getting out there a whole bunch. ChrisGeth.com, that is the website where you can find out about me. If you want to help Beautiful Anonymous, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really does help so much. It's all the business. I'll see you next time. Next time on Beautiful Anonymous, a young lady who does some very noble work lets us know how she tries to help families. My impression of home visits is that that is an intense line of work, whatever it's in regards to. Yes. So basically, without giving too much away, I work with children, basically children who are at risk. So if there's any kind of risk factor in the child's life, then I'm put into place and I do home visits with the
1: parents and with the children trying to see if we can put any interventions in place to kind of put them on a good path.
0: Wow. That's uh thank you on behalf of uh, society, on behalf of society. That's next time on beautiful anonymous.